This is your sultry announcer, Shannon Saint Mainframe, welcoming you to our IPA livecast. Since you're finally done with the show transition and the new name, you three should have plenty of time to focus on Secret Santa. And don't use the Jewish thing as an excuse. It's a secular holiday, you yo-yos. I'm a size 3 in external hard drives. Our IPA livecast starts now. It's a pleasure to have you, Shannon. Welcome it's, back. It's nice to see that although we have a new announcer, she's just as anti-Semitic as uh, Chuck <laughs> Blandington was. There's a smooth I, transition there. I, I don't think she's anti-Semitic. I just think she takes no shit. That's for she's sure. pro-gifts. <laughs> as are we all. I don't know. The Jewish the- thing? Oh. What are you What are you drinking, Rob? Is it root beer? No, it's a beer beer. It's a mm. Warsteiner. It's <laughs> wasn't, that, wasn't that a Slayer album? <laughs> the logo really looks like a, a, a Slayer album. Uh, it's so, so it looks like Nazi. Uh, Nazi. Yeah. Movie. Well, it's a it's a German beer. Mm-hmm. Shannon, is that Shannon's secret Santa gift to you? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I uh, uh, I was at a friend's house, and my friend works with uh, a beer distributor. And so he's like, really, he's like a, I don't want to say beer snob because he's not a snob about it, but he's a, a connoisseur, I would say. Okay, fair enough. And he introduced me to this beer, Warsteiner, and it's the best tasting beer I've ever, it's the most drinkable beer I've ever had. It's so like, it's not bitter or anything? Not bitter. The way I would describe it is it, it's what Bud or Bud Light would taste like if Bud or Bud Light tasted good. Uh, I don't know what it, that means. I mean, that like be, weed- isn't that what people say about every single beer that's good, though? <laughs> no. I'm not joking. Like, I hear that. No, because it's a lager. Because a, a lot of these new beers now, they're IPAs, and they're so bitter, and I, I'm not into them. I just want, like, a smooth, mm-hmm. like, sour ginger ale, essentially. Like, not sweet ginger ale. And that's kind of what this what it tastes like. It's really okay. nice. Never been a big beer person, but... And I, I used have to, to say... Oh, go, go ahead. I used to purely just drink beer to get buzzed. Like I had, I hated the taste. Same. And I did try many kinds of beers. I didn't only just drink piss beer like Bud Light. Mm-hmm. Like I tried the upscale, quote unquote, types of beers. I just, I, I think it's not that the beers were bad. I think I just don't like beer. Yeah. Yeah. I Same. mean, that's fine. It's a very, uh, it's a very acquired taste. It took me a long time, mm-hmm. and I only like a, a certain few. I don't really like that many of them, and this is one of them. And I want to specify. I like it in a can, oh. in a in a bottle. It's not as good because why you think uh, that is? The aluminium uh, is a better conductor of of cold. I think so. It, the beer tastes cooler than in the glass. I feel it's like it feels like a different taste to me. Okay, it's not as it's not. Now as you're the beer though. snob. Yeah, you're the container snob. I'm, and and the I British- am a beer snob. The British interpretation of the periodic table snob, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Aluminium. Who do you think you are? Uh, I think I'm Johnny Ive. Aluminium. Um, but yeah, it's good. I, I definitely prefer beer out of a can than a bottle. I think it tastes better. Any, any carbonated beverage tastes better out of a can than a bottle. Pla- plastic, forget it. Glass, slightly better. 
aluminum can the best totally agree? unrelated i gotta read this thing here uh, r.i.p livecast brought to you by vorstein <laughs> beer and beer products what try our new stuff. aluminium beer can vorstein everybody enter promo, promo code, code raba <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow! I just looked it up. Warsteiner. Oh, uh, oh Warsteiner. Directly owned by the Hitler family. <laughs> no, no. How are they doing nowadays? It's owned by the Kramer family, so it's Kramer. it's Cosmo Kramer. Oh my god! Uh, it's brewed. It's in still a racist. Arnsberg yes. Forest Nash Natural Park, outside of Warnstein, North Rhine, Westphalia, Germany. Oh, okay. So mm. I guess it's based on, named on the town where it's brewed. It's a pilsner. Uh, Do they have any? Check the merch store. Do they have any lampshades? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, for some reason, I thought this was a lager, but I guess not. I don't know oh, the no. difference, man. You could. I would have believed you. You didn't have to correct yourself. I wouldn't have known. Mm -hmm. I want to be specific. I want to. Someone in the Discord would have called you out during the week and like dunked on you for getting it wrong, though. So probably good. To, you know what? Someone will as they're listening to the episode and then like 10 minutes later they'll come back and correct themselves and apologize to you mm. oh this is interesting to appear to, to appeal not appear to appeal to young german adults warsteiner uh -oh. began a beer drink mix campaign that includes a premium cola which contains caffeine as well as premium lemon and premium orange drinks mm. with alcohol i'm guessing yeah so it's, it's a beer like mix cell or basically i guess yeah hard cola that okay. makes sense bless their hearts <laughs> i'm into now I, I just want to go to germany just to uh just to try a, a fresh warsteiner because well you know you can always go on reddit and see uh, where the spots are to get uh, warsteiner <laughs> beer and then you just go hang around in a park yeah yeah. yeah you just find the guy in the park that looks like the guy with warsteiner <laughs> Um, for newer listeners, the reference there from Darren is if, is when I went to visit Berlin, Germany, a few years ago. I was it was right after I had gone to Amsterdam, which is a big mistake on my part. I should have did Amsterdam last because uh, my trip was London, Amsterdam, Germany, London. I didn't smoke weed. I was fine. Amsterdam smoked a lot of weed. Germany, I was like fiending again. But if I just did London and Germany, I could have held off, you know. But anyway, I couldn't have. So I, I was trying to see where I could get weed in Berlin. And I found a Reddit thread <laughs> from a few years back that is like, I believe multiple threads that basically said, oh, this park is a known drug dealing spot. It's, it's essentially the, for New Yorkers, the Washington Square Park of Berlin. And you just walk in, go into the middle of the park and you will know who the drug dealers are. There's just a bunch of people in a circle by some trees. And sure enough, like uh, to me, I was like, I'm never going to find these people. I'm never going to find these people. I keep walking through this park, keep trying to walk towards the center. And there they are. And I'm like, oh, that's absolutely <laughs> that's those three gentlemen right there are standing the way drug dealers would stand. Did you consider at all that the Reddit thread might have been written by cops? Just like trying to lure dipshits to the park to get arrested for. Well, I will say I did see somebody else make a purchase before I approached. Them. So also a cop. Well, I got a, I got away scot free, so I'm all right. Yeah. I say that's how they hook you in. They do yeah. one fake sale right in front of you. 
You're right. By the way, we didn't we didn't play the Valsteiner uh, jingle. We, don't want, we might not get paid, so let me just. Steiner, Steiner, <laughs> pretty good. It's catchy. Uh, but I will say now, uh, I know Darren. You said you're not a pure drinker, but the best Heineken I've ever drank mm. was in Germany. I think you mentioned that in Amsterdam, like it's unbelievable how much different it tastes there because it's fresh. Whereas here it tastes like moldy bread. (laughs) Is that because they're shipping it all across the ocean? I'm sure. I'm sure that's part of it. Yeah. But I I do believe they have Heineken breweries in the U.S. now, too. It's not all imported. So it's just Um, they make it shitty on purpose for Americans because we have no taste or whatever. That must be it because I I. I'm not someone that can like drink too much beer. I was drinking it like water. It was so easy to go. It was so light and smooth and delicious. I just want to go back to Germany now. I'm, I'm going to book a flight, guys. Okay, all the Vorsteiner you want. Steiner. It's a good pay per view. WCW like 1996. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's uh, it's actually Scott Steiner's final form when he yeah. when he hulks up, he becomes the War Steiner. There's a 33 percent chance that you're gonna you're gonna like this beer, but then you take because you can snow Samoa Joe knows you can't drink beer, and he's not even gonna try. How's Samoa Joe doing? What's he up to? He just got fired. No, 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 he got rehired. He got rehired right away. He's like a trainer now and a scout for NXT. So why did they fire him from the main roster? Oh, because he did get fired. I wasn't wrong. Yeah, but he didn't just get fired. There, there's been an update since he was fired. Okay, Mister Wrestling Injection website coming soon. (laughs) Why don't you put a Babe of the Day up too when you say that? When I had a wrestling website, the Babe of the Day was one of the most trafficked parts, and it's much more acceptable in wrestling culture. Proud of exploiting women, this guy. Well, the yeah. wrestling fans are. Um, <laughs> it's wait, yeah. it's not acceptable in metal culture. What? I guess I think is. I don't know. Less so I mean, now. I think you'd different, get fifty times. fifty. If you if you put a babe of the day on metal injection, you'd probably get like half yeah, this is great, and half like this is cringe. What are you doing? Yeah. And that and we'd lose the entire female readership. <laughs> The minimal female readership yeah. that we have of like, uh-huh. I will say it's a, a nine to one ratio. Men Even to after high. Noah left the podcast. Yeah. Well, she didn't read metal. Oh, that's she right. Lamb she only read lamb yeah. goat. That lamb goat has a high male to female ratio. Maybe the babe of the day, you just Photoshop a bikini onto Samoa Joe's body. And that way you sort of cover all the bases. Yeah. Uh, like who's going to complain about that? He definitely has tits. Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> right. Pack that bikini, boy. Ooh. I think I might have uh, shared Sapphire. This. What? <laughs> I might have shared this story on the show before, but in addition to the babe of the day, uh, at one point on Metal Injection, we had the suicide girl of the day. Suicide I girls. I don't even know if does that site exist anymore. It's basically like sure. an alt porn yeah, site. They were all tattooed and had colored hair. And it was side by side. And that wasn't like branded or anything. You were just like cribbing the suicide girls <laughs> photo, right? Uh, well, so Suicide Girls does still exist, actually. Oh. Uh, and so Suicide Girls actually had a referral program like any good porno website has where oh. they will pay you a flat fee for any 
body that uh, signs up for a membership. Oh, Robert, so, that fee is not flat. <laughs> Have you ever been to the site? So I set up the suicide girl of the day thing as just kind of like, a, a, I guess you could say a loss leader to like push uh, link referrals to the suicide girl site. Uh, we made like a, not that it, it wasn't a, a big cash cow, but it was something at the time. But the point I'm getting at is it was totally like I just downloaded, you know, two, three hundred softcore suicide girl photos, non nude. Because uh, it's, it's it's artsy, you got to pay for the nude stuff. Uh, and I remember one day, one one of these suicide girls was like, "I'm so flattered to be Metal Injection Suicide Girl of the Day. Wow, this is so great!" And it's like, this was completely oh, no. random. <laughs> where, did she, where did she say that? Like to a private I'm, email I'm, to you? I'm or? like, no, no, no. On uh, I don't know, Twitter. I think Twitter at the time, or maybe MySpace. Oh. I forget. Whatever the social media platform of the time. Friendster. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's Can we go cool. back and find that tweet, Rob? Do you still have that somewhere? I, I, like, I, I should have framed life, it. Like one of your first likes. <laughs> Do you remember who she was? Can we look her up? No, I don't remember. I bet she's with Julie Strain ago. now. Oh, why'd you put that back in my mind? I was so <laughs> depressed. Self-esteem was low enough to be impressed by being the suicide girl of the day on metalinjection.arena.net mm-hmm. in 2002. Then she was I already mean, one foot out the door. If you missed it last week, we were just Googling stuff randomly, sort of, <laughs> from like, like sort of a, a train of consciousness uh, Googling, and we found out that Julie Strain, the softcore porn actress, uh, Died the Skinamax queen. Yeah, she was also and the heavy metal deme- uh, queen. And and heavy and, metal uh, magazine. Yeah, and she had dementia at a young age. Yeah, she was she, only fifty-eight. They also said in that article that she died of dementia. Is that like? Can you die? I didn't know that it made you die unless you I like think, go. Yeah. You forget where you are and you fall down the stairs. Okay, fine. But like, it the actual thing doesn't kill you, does it? I guess it could. Maybe complications from dementia is what they. Yeah, mean. I could. See I mean, that. when you have dementia, everything's complicated. <laughs> two plus two is complicated. She I'm fell off a horse. That yeah. was what caused it. That was that was the part that stuck with me. She fell yeah. off a horse in her twenties, and then thirty years later, you're dead. There's a, there's a lesson there. Don't the ride horse. fucking horses. They don't Mr. like your head gets the last laugh. They're always looking to throw you off, except if they're so beaten down that they just accept their fate and walk around with you on their back. Yeah. Otherwise, they're trying to throw you off. Like horses that still have their dignity intact will immediately try to throw you the fuck off of them. Yeah. So listen to them. They don't want you on there. Unless they're into being dominated. Like <laughs> there are horses that are bottoms. Said probably. Horses, horses can't consent. Okay. Rob. What have you oh, found what? out about that through your internet searches? I, I have no, there was no horse of the day on metal injection. I will say that much. You didn't have a link referral system to like <laughs> the horse. You had to com. click on the horse and around tab. There's all sorts of stuff in there. You didn't have a partnership with the main event. <laughs> main main there squeeze. Was- there were whores of the day, but no horse of the day. Oh. Burning bridles. No, no, I shouldn't call them horse. They're lovely. <laughs> Bang stable. <laughs> Nine inch nays. 
This is just the rest of the show. It's hard rock horse puns. Bridal brazzers. (laughs) Rob's Rob's thinking of a marketing opportunity. There's something there. The horse community. I was going to say like horse injection, but that sounds like that sounds like a COVID site. (laughs) listen that'll do great for you right now i did see there was a woman who sued uh, a hospital because her husband was there uh, with covid and she sued them to give her husband ivermectin am i saying that right Mm -hmm. ivermectin ivermectin uh, the horse tranquilizer and he ended up dying she sued him she sued them to make them do it to make them do it, she and won the lawsuit. It. They wouldn't do it, but they would allow a doctor to come in and give him the medicine, the ivermectin. And they he did it, and it didn't help. He died. Wait, okay. how long did this lawsuit take? Were they just waiting on treatment of any kind until the lawsuit resolved? He might no, I think, I, I think it's like one of those. It's like one of those um, like quick turn injunction. Yeah, injunction. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I couldn't think of huh. the word. Oh, good. The, the judge, you get a judge to just sign sign it. Was it? Um, oh God, I'm blanking on his fucking name. How how can I blank on the, the oh, judge Steve Harvey? Was it Judge Steve Harvey <laughs> that signed off? He's got that new show. Was that what like the first episode? <laughs> I've, I wanted I've this, this notarized injunction from you judge want Steve me Harvey. to sign what? <laughs> I totally forgot about the show. There's a new trailer that just oh, yeah. let, let, Let's watch it really quickly. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, oh, my God. All right. I'm, I'm loading it. Give me a moment. Were you just going to watch it by yourself and tell us about it? No, no. I like to preload it to make sure uh, there's no ad or whatever. And it just uh, autoplayed. By the way, when I was in the hospital with COVID, uh, they, they, I, I got an injunction to give me Vorstein a beer, and I didn't, didn't do anything for me. <laughs> didn't kill you, though, at least. So that's right. already a plus. I, was, I wasn't in the hospital. No. Oh. I actually did this show while I had COVID. That's right. Unbeknownst to me. Almost a this, year ago. The Sexual Jeopardy 600th episode, I was in the middle of COVID and did not know it at the time. But I did feel like shit, but only for about 24 hours. Then I get over it. All right, here's the here's the video. All rise for the honorable judge Steve Harvey. The real classy courtroom. Always good to come to court when you can't lose. This January. Papa's got a brand new bag. In my courtroom, I speak the truth. Tell me what the business arrangement was. It's pretty much us communicating via Instagram inbox. Oh, you slid in his DM. The whole truth. Plead the fifth. You can't plead the fifth after you told the story. And nothing but the truth. Let me give you my thoughts on this. You crazy. Since when is that a crime? (laughs) I got a feeling I'm about to hear a whole lot of nonsense, though. Don't you see how fascinating I am? This is your daddy's fault. Just want to get my hoopty whoop. What is hoopty whoop? Um. Oh. You can't object because you're not a lawyer. <laughs> and you're not a fucking judge. Yeah, that's what I would say right back <laughs> to this motherfucker. <laughs> judge Steve Harvey. Don't worry, Steve. On ABC <laughs> and stream on Hulu. I mean, th- this what? is that's the one ruling of his that I will definitely follow is the stopping of the laughter. <laughs> well, you'd have to start in order to yeah, stop. Fair. 
you know though i i feel this fits right into his career arc because like he's he had three failed marriages and he did a relationship advice that's right so now he's the fact that no one knows absolutely nothing about the fucking law and he's just the judge telling people what to do about contracts and stuff it would be great if there was like a blooper episode where the family that he stayed with when he was struggling and he used all their money showed up like to get the money back <laughs> like, like he had he he was the defendant and they yeah. just like tricked him and, but he can't what's he gonna do he can't like run off the set so he yeah. has to like oh well this is a very interesting case uh <laughs> i rule that the the person doesn't owe you anything at all all right next case please <laughs> oh, for april fools they should do that <laughs> didn't they kind of already do that in his other show that's how we knew about it is that's his producers right. just got these motherfuckers that he owed thirty thousand dollars to to show up on his show and they made it like a heartwarming thing. Yeah. Like, oh, you these pe-. But he, he looked nervous. He looked like what are these people doing here? He's like, are they about to serve pa- me with papers? <laughs> and they don't look all that happy to see him either. I think no. they kind of play along with it. But, you know, there was an in- there must have been an interesting discussion after that episode. Oh, my God. Like, hey, yeah, yeah. The producer know, you- got fired. <laughs> yeah. Send him to work. Oh, we have a one. caller. Oh, he works in the Vorsteiner factory now. <laughs> uh, Steve Harvey, is that you? Eight five seven. Hi, Steve. Sorry, it's not Steve Harvey, but no. the live cast is dead. Long live the live cast. Yeah, yeah. I want to say that? Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Hey guys, uh, I just thought it was a good time to call in. I've been listening super long time. I was uh, nervous when you said you were changing all the live cast stuff, though. I feel like not not much not much has changed, you know. It's like a little bit yeah, of yeah. So uh, far, it's, it's very good. I really enjoyed the last episode. It's very sweet Thank of you. you. <laughs> I also wanted to call in because I feel like uh, no one calls in anymore. I remember way back when, like there was tons of callers, and mm-hmm. I feel like that added a lot to the show. Why do you guys well, think no one calls in anymore? Well, first thing is we don't give the number as much. I think that the, we just get into talking and we kind of lose track of time and don't don't pump up the number. I also think wanna, a lot of a lot of people don't use phones. <laughs> like yeah, that's don't, don't know what a phone number is. People are out of the habit. The number, by the way, is two one three wide nut. That's two one three nine four three three six eight eight. So, to caller, yeah. tell us about yourself. What's your name? Where you're from? All that business uh this is steve i'm in boston i'm actually out at a christmas holiday market thing with my family right now God, really a, a holiday thing meaning what like a party no it's like a outdoor christmas market thing there's a thing that sells like christmas trees and stuff and there's stalls of different crafts and things and you can get hot chocolate and stuff like that it's all That's outside nice. it's it's like the, the quietest Christmas fest I've ever heard. Yeah. You sneak into a bathroom stall or something? Oh, I, I left. I left for a little bit, so I have to go back shortly. Bit. Oh, shit. Okay, it's my condolences. I'm walking around outside the Christmas fair. Sounds miserable. What was your excuse to run away from uh, from the Christmas fair? Oh, I said I had to call into the show. Oh, you told right. the truth. Honestly, That's always a good nice. policy. Your parents fans, too? I I don't think my parents know about it, but my wife knows about it. Oh. My wife. She knows about it. <laughs> okay, she's a fan. Your, yeah, how does she feel about it? 
Uh, she's never listened to the show. She's totally not into, uh, I, I don't think she'd be into it, to be honest with you. I guess I'll have to try sometime. Sounds like a divorce yeah, waiting to happen. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's best you don't show her so yeah. she, uh, you know, maintains her respect for you. <laughs> no, I'm in, I'm oh. in a divorce because they're not compatible because he loves us so much and she doesn't. Not that she'll oh. divorce him if she hears the show. Let oh, me ask you this. Were you already married to her when you got into the, the podcast? No, no, definitely not. I've been listening much longer than I knew her. Well, oh. there you go. We get seniority. I think I started so. listening like uh, I started listening to the show because it used to have a lot more like just the website used to have a lot more podcasts that just played music. And mm -hmm. back on the earlier days in the Internet, I, that was for me like a really convenient way to listen to music. And there weren't that many podcasts back then either. And then yours That's was true. on it. And actually, I didn't even like it that much at first. But then I think probably around the shows when I started to really get into it was probably around like the Tom Maria scream episode or something like that. Probably That's back then. One. Tom Maria is making a lot of appearances. On this show. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> I haven't listened to me yet, so I don't know what happened, but, uh, <clears throat> very cool. Actually last summer during COVID, I, my, my family and I, we all like left the city. We went way up into the woods. And I had very limited internet and I had to use it for work. So I didn't listen to the show for a long time, but I found I had a whole bunch of old episodes. Like it was episode like five to like 100 or something like that on my computer saved or something. So I was listening yeah. to those all last summer. It was pretty good. Awesome. Yeah. I was delving into some of those recently. Good shit. Some stuff that yeah. uh, we probably uh, can't say now. Well, I'm sure. It's a different world. But okay. they're all up. You can listen to them. I have to go back to my family. So, um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Just one word of warning. Rob's friend told him that you shouldn't buy uh, fake truffle oil at holiday markets because it's a ripoff. So just <laughs> stay away from that. Oh, I wouldn't. That, that sounds like garbage. Yeah. All right. Good. <laughs> If you have any pick. any Warsteiner beer here, it's very good. Yeah, pick up some Warsteiner. All right, I'll look for it. All right, thanks for the call. Uh, did we talk about that on the show? The truffle? We did not. We we'll give out the phone number first in case anyone else has truffle takes. Two one three wide nuts <laughs> is the number. Two one three nine four three three six eight eight. And I recently was invited to a dinner party, where the focus of the dinner party was truffles. Uh, which is, uh, what would it be? A fungus? Yeah. A, a, a vegetable? Yeah, it's a fungus. It's like a mushroom. Yeah. Uh, but it was like a root or something. Maybe a root. It feels yeah. more like a mushroom based on like the texture. So it was like this whole dinner based around truffles. I had some, like one of the people is a chef. So he really knew what he was doing. And it was so, so good. The food was so good. Uh, but I've never met people more passionate about truffle in my life. And what, what I mean by that is before we ate, <laughs> we basically got a 40 minute lecture <laughs> about how truffle oil is a, or any sort of truffle cheese, any item branded with truffle in it. That's like, you know, marks up the price a few dollars is a total ripoff. It doesn't actually contain truffles. But then you're all sitting. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I see. I thought 
the uh, the concept of truffles were, was bad, and then they're about to sit down and eat truffles all no, 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 no. They got truffle the real oil. Shit. Yes, they have the real truffle oil, truffle cheese, any like truffle. What they what what the argument is is that you cannot uh, distill the flavor or the taste of a truffle, so it's this fake thing, like this fake garlicky flavor. That's just some chemical you can buy at a like a scent shop and it's like a drop of that and they just mark mm. up the price. And so you should never buy it because oh, you should only use real. Tr- and even if it says it has truffles in it, they're dried, expired, like past due truffles that don't actually have the flavor. It's just there for decoration. And okay. so you shouldn't pay an extra twenty dollars for the truffle oil. Just get regular oil, get that fake little di- uh, chemical and, and drop it one in yourself and you save yourself 20 bucks. 40 minutes this went on. And I was like, all right, let me just eat. Let me just eat. <laughs> eat the goddamn truffle already. And I think this is the most fucking bullshit elitist take in the history of food takes because who gives a fuck if it's real truffle or not? If I like the taste of it, I'd rather pay two extra dollars for truffle oil than right. 300 extra dollars for a real fucking truffle that might taste what 20% better. That's that's like such a high barrier of entry. They're basically saying, unless you're ivory tower elites like us who can afford the real thing, don't even pretend you shouldn't even get to have a chance at our lifestyle. You shouldn't even get to think that you have what we have. Just stay the fuck away. Get out. Mm-hmm. That's fucking elitist nonsense. Agreed. And I got into a fight with our friend Marina about this in the car because she was also at the party and she was telling this story and she like instantly agreed with them. She like took their side and I was like fighting back against it. And Rob was just sitting there laughing as we like argued. It was great. How intense was this fight? (laughs) Rob? Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. It was like one of those things where... Sid will find any contradictory response to anything. But I really felt this one. And, and it was the added bonus that he actually felt passionately about what yeah. he was arguing as opposed to just trolling like he typically does. Yeah. So I was dying laughing. I can't really recreate. I don't even remember what the uh, argument was, but it, it was quite funny. When it comes to food, Sid doesn't troll. He's very, he means yeah. it. It's like if I go to the movie theater and they have like popcorn is six dollars, but for an extra two dollars, you get truffle oil on it. Sometimes I'll get that. Like, it's fine. I, I, I'm not like squinting at the menu to see if it's real truffle or or synthetic. Like, who gives it? It's I'm just it's an extra two bucks. I'm at the movies. I want that flavor. Yeah. Whatever. Give the fuck. And she was. <laughs> She was getting so heated. I'm like, you only got the, you only attained this opinion like a day and a half ago. Why, <laughs> why are you so dug in on this? She's like Joe Rogan and Trump. Like the last thing they heard it's yeah. 60 seconds ago is the most important thing in the world. They have That's to tell you about like. it. And then two days later, it's completely gone. Because here's gonna- the thing, like her, th- her gripe was that. So before this truffle party that she was going to, she was at a holiday market and there was a truffle stand there. And she walked up to this woman and she was like, all right, I'm going to a truffle party. These people are super duper truffle experts. What do you have that they will be impressed with? 
because I can't bring anything second rate because they will roast me for it. Yeah. And this lady like said, oh, you, th- this truffle oil is what you should bring. And she brought it and they fucking roasted her for it anyway. Yeah. So she was like super upset. And so she instantly like turned against the, the holiday market truffle lady. And Actually, Sid, you cannot roast truffles. If you knew anything about truffles, <laughs> you know, they need to be baked or sautéed. That's right. Uh, Microplane them over your mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah, I, there, there was no cooking of the truffle. You just shave pieces uh, onto oh, your, onto your, onto your. I'm just trying. I'm I've trying. never eaten a truffle except uh, in like macaroni and cheese or something like. Basic, basic. Well, it's not real truffle. Yeah, that that that's that was the whole point of this this right. forty minute tirade. It's essentially and, garlic oil. Yeah. And my response to that would have been like, okay, yeah, this is good. <laughs> and yeah. I don't even that's not. Sure. I don't even think it adds all that much to be honest with you. I was just gonna say, I, in general, I think the whole truffle fad is a little overrated to begin with. Like, it's fine. I don't need to spend the extra, you know. Four dollars on truffle fries. I could just have the regular fries. Yeah. Some once in a while, it's a nice little extra thing. That's all. You buy a truffle, you gotta make white rice. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be having a truffle with garlic oil. It don't fucking match. <laughs> 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 stop there. <laughs> oh my goodness. So yeah, that was uh a nice little argument I got to have with my friend. Twice I had it with her because my wife, my wife my was wife. not around when me and Rob and her were having this debate. So when she came over a couple of days later to hang out with me and my wife, I had to bring the whole thing up so my wife could now witness the same exact debate. I had to drag Marina through it twice just for my amusement. Oh. And somehow she's still my friend. So <laughs> so far, so good. But I won't be invited to any future truffle parties. <laughs> That's for sure. That is guaranteed. So it's a win-win then. Yeah, exactly. Have to hear a pretentious diatribe, yes. read a fucking truffle pamphlet about the fucking reality truffles versus fake truffles. Because I told her, I was like, if you had somehow brought me along to that party and I sat through <laughs> that, I would have gotten in the same fight with them as I did with you. And they don't know me, so they would have kicked me right out of their fucking house. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah. Better for you. Get to eat your, your uh, Walgreens truffles and you know, <laughs> whatever. Oh, just enjoy that was, it. That was the best part. So we have like a half full bottle of truffle oil in our cupboard that we've had for like, <laughs> I don't know, five years. So when Marina came over a couple of days later for dinner, I made sure to bring that bottle out as like one of like the condiments just to fuck with her. <laughs> I would have started chugging that shit. <laughs> like, man, it's truffle oil is so good, and mm. nutritious, it's wonderful. <laughs> oh, delightful! Uh, we have some comments in the YouTube live stream. Uh, Chill Bill asks, "Are we ripping livecast?" Not sure what that means, but livecast isn't going livecast. away. We just kind of changed the name to move away from just metal talk. He means if you read the letters as a word, it says rip a live cast. That's the joke. Yeah. Go for it. I see. Please rip us. Roast us. Uh, Minth. Oh, Min, the cool dude writes. (laughs) Minth. Well, it's it's, it's one word, so it's hard to decipher where the spaces are. 
Min the Cool Dude writes, congrats on the new name. I always follow the law of diminishing returns. I think that might be about the truffles. The diminishing returns. And then Fat Ferret asks, was the hickey giver revealed yet? Not yet, but it will be revealed soon. Very soon. Next two or three weeks, perhaps. Mm -hmm. It'd be big. Shocking. The hickey show was big. (laughs) (laughs) I want to give out the number again. 213 wide. Not that's 213-943-3688. And uh, you're right. Little gassy from the Warsteiner. Yeah. (laughs) Warsteiner. Well, uh, I teased this in the in the show preview, so I want to get to it. But uh, our good friend Ivan Moody. Oh, um, dirty Moody. The singer of Five Finger Death Punch. Uh, he's been very prolific on Instagram. He actually recently gave a video tour of his bathroom, and I thought it'd be really fun to watch this video. Uh, Is he taking a shit during it? Well, let's watch the video. Oh, no. Uh, uh, he doesn't quite take a shit. But, uh, let's see. Boring. Can you hear it? Can you hear it? <laughs> he he starts off with a... <laughs> it's like he knows we're watching. I, was that a thing? I forgot. Did we... We did another video where he was talking about his two bandmates that like left him and Mm -hmm. did a side project. He he throws a a gigantic woof or two into that one, so I I I made it into a drop. There it is. Woo! Woo. What's up, everyone? (laughs) Ivan Moody here, checking in. Just got back to Vegas. I took a little vacay from the studio. Vacay from the studio. Can you pause it? He looks just like uh, Heisenberg from the fifth season of Breaking Bad. Right now. <laughs> I can going, see it. What's Minus, going on? Yeah, except with face tattoos added. So it's he's like yeah. crazy eight plus Heisenberg. <laughs> <laughs> or was it Tuco? Which one had the face tattoos? Oh, uh, crazy eight. I don't think had face tattoos. Okay. Did Tuco had the tear? I think yeah. a little. Maybe I'm remembering wrong. He is fucking heavy lifting. Uh, so I had to take a moment and step away, especially with the holidays coming up. I get a little bit twisted anyway. So I'm back at my house, which is completely fucking bare because I'm selling it. And um, yeah. So anywho. And um, yeah. Market is hot. Here I am on the, um, the plane today and I'm flying back. And I always enjoy this flight because there's a lot of locals that come in on that one. And uh, the local people here in Vegas are great. A lot of worldly people, uh, very eccentric and just different, artsy, creative. So, yeah, I definitely, you know, like if anyone knows artsy and creative people, it's a dude with a phoenix tattooed on the side of his forehead. <laughs> As I'm talking to a couple of them, you sure, um, that's not a Gorbachev flight, stain. Uh, we got to talk about <laughs> places I've been, and I started talking about um, Amsterdam, of course, you know, Holland. Uh, Czech Republic, Hungary, Uh-oh. Germany, Uh-oh. Russia, Ukraine, all of it. Stay away from the Czech Republic, man. <laughs> and um, oh, I thought you meant Germany. I was like, oh, he's going to that well, park to get some, score some drugs. Well, he's sober now. Sure. They asked me, you know, what were my favorite parts? And I wanted to share with you something, especially with the world so divided right now and everything going so fucking chaotic. It's a shit show. It's driving me fucking bats. One of the things that really makes me happy, because we all spend a lot of time in them, whether we admit to it or not, don't know why you wouldn't, is our bathrooms. 
And so I was telling them that uh, every house that I have owned, uh, as you know, I sell each house that I've ever lived in after I get done with the CD. Uh, it's a way of just uh, purging and re releasing all the demons. <laughs> what? And then, you know, Does he have has bulimia? No, you know what it is? He just really doesn't like cleaning. So as opposed to cleaning, he's like, fuck it. Let's sell the house. Let's get does a new house. Does he live alone? <laughs> I think he does live alone. Okay. He has disposable, if, disposable houses. If he's got like a family, are they okay with like moving every two years just because dad <laughs> finished recording an album? So we got to go like what? the? That's ridiculous. Once he's had one shit in the new house, it's done. He soiled oh, it. Well, I can't argue with that. <laughs> I wouldn't want to live in a house that Ivan Moody took a shit in either. <laughs> Lived in after I get done with the CD, uh, purging and releasing all the demons, and then wait, look at look at what he does with, with his tongue after he says purging. Uh, it's a way of just uh, purging and releasing all the demons, okay. and then just licking his lip. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> You know, it's to purge all the demons right into that toilet bowl. <laughs> so, again, here I am, and in, in every single house, uh, I have to find a piece that I can just get away from. Every I also want to point out he's in the bathroom of his house that he's about to sell, and this bathroom is the size of most studio apartments in New York. It's mm -hmm. massive. It's a massive find, bathroom. Let's find a piece, piece of piece of cocky. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Piece of shit. Like spiritual, mental, and a physical cleaning, cleansing. So I Isn't it great when like rich bros like Ivan Moody talk like spiritual and mental cleansing? Like they get so yeah. deep, man. I wonder what Ivan Moody's opinions on truffles are. <laughs> <laughs> you know he does have them. He for sure has truffle takes. I, all he has to does all day is sit around and think up takes. What the fuck? He doesn't do anything productive for society. Woof. I do appreciate, though, that at least he knows his limits. And he's like, I'm going to show you my bathroom. Whereas Danzig was like, here, check out my bookcase. <laughs> That's true. For that video. Like, at least. <laughs> Ivan knows not to get well, there. Though he did write a fucking poetry book, so maybe that's the next clip. I was gonna say Danzig was like young and nubile then. He was yeah. like twenty one, and Ivan Moody's like grizzled. And he probably maybe Ivan Moody at twenty one would like show you his bookcase and how oh smart my he God. is. It was just what issues it? of Details magazine. Fucking <laughs> 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 Maxim. Yeah. <laughs> HM, all of them. <laughs> Got the whole collection. Spiritual, <laughs> mental and a physical cleaning, cleansing. Yeah. So, oh, so, has, so that, that means he has a bidet also. <laughs> Actually, yes. With my uh, buddy Mike, who put this bad boy together. Oh, sorry, this fucking, look at this tub, the um, shower. To Jeez. match a bathroom that I stayed in in Holland. And he did a fantastic job, and I got to show. What's he it doing off. with his brow there? It's, it's genius. I'm gonna be really furrowing. Is that like I'm Botox? Like off. he can't move his. It's, it's genius. Yeah, I'm be really maybe. Sad I don't think he has Botox. So, um, his facial expression is nothing like related to what he's talking about. Oh no! Look here. There, he raised his eyebrows. Oh, you know what? Maybe he did get a little. Well, no, he wouldn't yeah. have had these cracks in his forehead. If he got well, no, I think. Botox doesn't remove cracks. It just halts whatever the progress is that you're at. Like, if you have cracks already, they stay there. 
You know what he looks like to me, especially in this freeze frame? He looks like if you cut off one of the Undertaker's testicles and it grew into its own little person, that this is what it would look like. Amazing. <laughs> All elite Scooby-Doo. <laughs> All elite take a poo. The, the different <laughs> out there. And uh, I told them, <laughs> I made a joke. I go, you know, my best friend in the world still is a toilet. <laughs> that's not a nice thing to say know. about your best friend i think that's the episode title my best friend in the world is a toilet i and you know man still a toilet i i shit in my friend's mouth every day and he loves it <laughs> well, that's that's why all his uh bandmates left that's it, that's what it takes to be your friend i think we're just gonna go make our own project sorry buddy like that the sex appeal has left five fingers. Yeah. <laughs> I want to show you why. So when I was in Holland, uh, they have. Uh, the, Don't be shy. Fuck it. I'll just show you. This they guy, Sean, he calls himself a human toilet. It's like <laughs> the NORAD of toilets. And what? The NORAD of toilets? What's NORAD? That's the that's like the weird. defense system of the United States, like the missile. Oh my defense god! System. Of course, that's the reference he makes. Day that was like I was a human urinal. Toilets, and it blew me out of the water. I was fucking ah! <laughs> flabbergasted. And so when I got home, I made a deal to myself that for my Christmas present this year, I was going to buy myself a bidet. So lo and behold. Ta-da. He yeah, has like, the, like a regular toilet. Here's the old person uh, uh, toilet seat too, right? Is that what, what that is? Old, old person in what sense? Like they, I don't. I, I think it's like resistant to shit getting on it or something. Like Ooh. that shape. I've no, seen no, that. no, that's the that's the bidet. That's the bidet extension. Uh, oh, as an extension, I thought it was like a discrete, different structure. No, no, no. There's a two in one. This is so. This is the. Exact bidet that I experienced when I went to Montreal a few, you might have recalled two, two years ago, I talked about how it was the greatest shitting experience in my life. Mm-hmm. And clearly it was the greatest shitting experience in Ivan Rooney's <laughs> life too, because he had to get this exact bidet for his house. Here, let's let him talk about it. Here, you can kind of see under the toilet seat is where the bidet would kind of oh. be. Yeah, I see That's it. That's what it is. Plug Ta-da. it into. That was what was weird, to, but I guess it has to be plugged in because it because there's a remote as well, yeah. which you'll, you'll get to in a moment, and so it needs <laughs> energy to to know when to work. There's a lot of complicated stuff. Fucking right? The American standard toilet. There it is. This thing no, is mind blowing. So this remote, I want to say, like it. It was life changing. So you can control the temperature of the, the toilet seat, which I've never thought how useful a heated toilet seat would be. But in the winter, it's incredible. It's very nice. You can control the position of the bidet, uh, you know, the, the squirter. <laughs> you can move it so it goes like a little higher. So it gets your butthole properly. You know, uh, you don't want to be you don't want to be splashing the gooch. <laughs> That's the episode title. 
Oh, and also man. you can Don't control the, the gooch control the temperature of the of the water it's incredible I, I i am sold on this i want to get one of my own if i had a nice bathroom to put it in remote when i sit goo all in my out. crack <laughs> when i sit down check this out yeah i call it posh i'm not showing off well kind of you are absolutely showing off this whole thing is you showing off i, I have an alternate choice of who he looks like Opioid crisis, Jason Newstead. Sure. Okay. Oh, I thought you were going to say opioid crisis, Opie from Opie and Anthony. No. <laughs> All right. Very grizzled. Yeah. Jason Oldstead. <laughs> That's a heater. <laughs> Check this out. All these different settings, right? Look at that thing. That looks dangerous. Woof. You've got this, the bidet, the spray strength, nozzle strength, seat temperature, water temperature, which is always useful, right? Nozzle cleansing. <laughs> Come on, wouldn't you? Uh, and right over here, this is my favorite. Massage. I haven't pushed that one yet. I doubt I'm going to. For some odd reason, it makes me feel really fucking weird. Oh! <laughs> Wait, did he feels a- weird to think about using it, or he's used it and it felt weird? It feels weird to get his butt massaged. He's like, wait a minute. Should I be enjoying this? I'm a man. He just if hasn't met the this, right web developer yet. Does that make me that's that make me a gay? Yeah. <laughs> and the answer is no. Stimulating your own prostate doesn't make you gay. It's only gay he, <laughs> if you're machine into doing it. What if the machine is a dude? <laughs> the machines don't have gender. What if that's what Chuck Blandington's doing now? Yeah, that's right. Oh, no. That's why he <laughs> retired. I've become a bidet. <laughs> Shoot just in time for Moody to sell the fucking house. What a, what a heartbreaking turn of events. Chuck might need to come back here. <sighs> Poor Chuck. Jay Leno's going to end up buying that house. That bidet with all the buttons is reminding me of an old, old joke, but I'll tell it later. Be a tease. Ooh. <laughs> You've outed me, fellas. I work for Ivan now. Oh, no. <laughs> Chuck confirms it. He seems way too happy about it. <laughs> Being a bidet to like, wipe the duty off of Ivan yeah. Moody's tuchus. <laughs> to each their own, I guess. It just shows what a pro it's he because is. because I'm getting paid, Darren. Uh-huh. All right, but I mean, there's some some jobs that uh, what's your dignity worth? You know what yeah. I mean? What's the number on that? We gave you Livecast branded iPhone cases. That's not good enough. <laughs> Maybe if you gave me benefits, I would be less surly. But you guys are cheap to Russia. That's true. <laughs> I can't argue with that. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Let's Chief see. Russia. <laughs> Check this out. All these different settings, right? Look at that thing. That looks dangerous. You've got this. So let's <laughs> look at that here. little drawing of the woman. I guess it's a woman. She has the skirt, the little cartoon skirt, and uh, the water. Well, no, she's just, sitting on the toilet. That's the yeah, toilet. and the water's the going thing. up to touch her bum. Yeah. It's just that you need a diagram for that. Yeah, it is. It is. So yeah, see here, you could you could control the spray strength, the nozzle position. Mm-hmm. I have a question. What is, I see a button that says cleansing and bidet. What's the difference? Isn't that the same thing? 
Yeah, that can, that one a has question. a person in the image, one doesn't. Is cleansing for like when you need to wash the bidet? It's like self. Oh, maybe yeah, to wash the toilet. Maybe you can oh, wash okay. the toilet with the bidet. I don't I know. See. It's very complicated. It's like flying a plane. Let's see. Maybe, maybe he explains. Let's go. Okay. True. Different settings, right? Look at that thing. That looks dangerous. You've got this. Oh, shit. Uh, the yeah. bidet, the spray strength, nozzle strength, seat temperature, water temperature, which is always useful, right? Nozzle Ooh. cleansing. Come on, wouldn't you? Uh, and right over here, this is my favorite. Massage. Massage. I haven't pushed that one yet. I doubt I'm going to for some odd reason. It makes me feel. I like how he also says it effeminately. Massage. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's, oh, is it's, it, is it <laughs> it's gay to make your muscles feel good. Yeah. Really Do you think he's got a jacked anus? How muscly <laughs> is it? I mean, is any of him jacked, really? I don't think he's that jacked. <laughs> he probably thinks bean. he is. Yeah, he skips ass day, shrink the day. <laughs> um, if I was still drinking, I would have been on that thing days ago. I'd have been red in the face just talking about it at this point, and my other cheeks for that matter. So, um, yeah, I'd like to say it's the little things, but I, that's not little. But again, <laughs> wait, is he talking about tra- his dick? <laughs> I think the that? bathroom is not little, or the yeah. day isn't little, or his uh, butthole if I was not little. I would have been on that thing days ago. I'd have been red in the face just talking about it at this point, and my other cheeks for that matter. So, um, yeah. Okay, so he was saying his butt cheeks would be red from using the bidet so much because he's drinking? Is that what he's saying? Yeah. Okay. I, I'd like to say the little the things. Right. That's not the little things, but I, that's not little. But again, <laughs> every time I travel, it's nice to meet new people, and it reminds me of uh, why I do certain things and why why I do certain things a certain way. And I just wanted to relay to everyone out there that um, the CD's going well. If it doesn't drive Thank me God. into the fucking ground or into a sanitarium, I'm really looking forward to getting it out there. And um, so on and so forth. Until next time, I'm going to get some rest and go start all over tomorrow. Wow, look at how little his eyes are barely open. <laughs> He's tired, Rob. He's working hard on that new album, so you can give it a Whoop. thumbs down on your website. It's all the it's all the rat poison in his uh, <laughs> eyebrows. Woof. That was a long ass cameo. <laughs> Could you imagine? Like I, I, my my son's a big fan of Ivan Moody, and I just what is this? He's just talking about his tuchus and the fucking uh, the bidet, and he went to Holland. Like what the fuck? Can you I even mention my son's 12th that. birthday? He's not even showing off. I guess he's showing off a little. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got some comments from the YouTube chat. Uh, Lar- the Lars toilet uh, is greater than the Moody bidet. It was from yes. Voodoo Chaos. Is that the one where he, he sneaks in and watches other people do cocaine in the bathroom? No, 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 no. This is somebody created a toilet that looks like Lars Ulrich. Oh, yeah, right. how did we not talk about this on the show? I forgot about this. Did we? We did it? I feel like we I did. I don't think we did. Did we? Really? Let me. Curate. I don't recall, but I have a Swiss cheese memory. So I may have. I mean, forgot. this was only like two or three weeks ago. So <laughs> it couldn't have been that. I feel like we had to have talked about it. Here's the Lars toilet. Somebody created a toilet. <laughs> that 
like Lars. It's you're basically sitting in young Lars from Kill 'Em All's lap. He's got the long hair, the big nose. He's got a no penis, on. no testicles. Yeah, it's completely free on. of genitalia. Yeah. yeah, and the T-shirt is a Lars. It says Lars Ulrich in the Metallica font. He has two drumsticks in his hand, and yes, no genitals at all. <laughs> Just he's like a, a a Ken doll down there, but lifelike feet. In case that's your thing, it, uh, it's basically like he has a giant distended vagina. Sort of. <laughs> the nose is very unflattering. <laughs> All of it's unflattering, man. Here you can see where the where the flusher is. I just it's what? under his arm. Even leaving aside for a second that it's Lars Ulrich, which adds a a, a layer of repulsion to to me. Yeah, but yeah, like. Yeah. You know, why would someone build a toilet out of any human being? It just seems well, like this so... this company makes custom toilets. So it's it's a but, but like, are they all frightening even... like life size statues of people or different types of toilets? Is there a goatsy toilet? <laughs> that is a goatsy toilet. Look at it. <laughs> it sort of is. It's just goatsy from the front. You can't even put a toilet seat on that thing. And his legs are too spread out to be the toilet seat. So you have to sort of just sit on the rim of the bowl. Or do you only use that for pissing? You have to be like Ivan Moody level rich and have multiple <laughs> toilets. Well, here, here, here is the, the Instagram. The Hellmouth Plumbing Supply is the fine what? art studio that created yeah. this. And here, here's the toilet. Yeah. In a bar. Yeah, I guess you just. Yeah, I guess you can't poo on it because, yeah, here you can see footmarks. If the... I can't poo between Lars Ulrich's legs, then what even is the point? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you can. Well, you do what Ivan uh, Woody does. You use it once and then you move to another Yeah, counter. that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess what they're known for is toilet seats, this plumbing company. Okay, no. that makes more sense. Those are some cool ones. So the, so the flag. Branching out into hideous Lovecraftian imitations of uh, of toilets, then. Yeah. How oh. much does that cost? Is you, it you one of a whole... kind, or are they going to make it's a one of a kind? It's a one of a kind. This is so frightening. Oh, well, the toilet seats are nice. Slayer toilet seat. A little morbid. How here. much is a toilet seat? Let's see. I guess they're not for sale. What? I guess they're custom jobs. You just have to commission one. Even the toilet seats. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know what kind of business these. They don't have like an Etsy page. <laughs> no, <laughs> you got to hit them up with some marketing ideas. Sid. Shitsy. <laughs> Voodoo Chaos in the chat says you could just buy that thirty dollar per day from Amazon and it would do the same job. Agree to disagree, Voodoo Chaos. <laughs> This Rob likes his gadgets. How much is it, the deluxe one? Let's see. Because <laughs> if it's just an attachment, uh oh, they're like upwards. Of wait, 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 wait. Let's let's do guesses. Darren, okay. what's your guess? Exactly what am I guessing on? The price of that bidet attachment. Just the attachment. Just the attachment. Right? It's it's, it's all one. No, no, no. It's all one. Oh. It's a standalone toilet and bidet with a Mm -hmm. piece that is. All right. So I'm going to tell you what I would have said, and then I'm going to say I'm adjusting it up because Rob said, whoa. Yeah. Okay. I would have said about 250 
and I'm going to now go $600. I'm going to go $1,800. What's the correct answer? The answer is between $25 and $2,900. (laughs) (laughs) $2,500 or $2,900. I was way off. What's the difference there? What's the extra 400 bucks get you? Uh, reach around. That's a good question. <laughs> Automatic reach around button. Oh, okay. Wait, uh, I guess you can just buy the seat and the remote. I'm trying to find a price here. So you could just add it to your toilet. Yeah. Oh, it's one of those things you have to add to the cart to see the price. Mm, do it. Oh, okay. And so then- guess ju- just for the seat and that fancy remote. So you can I'll have go- a heated. I'll go back to 250. I'm going to say 800. 409. So right in the right in the middle. I believe this is the exact one that Ivan Moody has. I, I believe I found it. Uh, okay. Let me load this. Selling it on eBay now? Just selling no, it's parts like, it's the Ivan Moody of a day. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, because here it's the American standard. That's what he said. Oh, Here's the yes. Remote. The remote that looks exactly like the remote that he showed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you know what? I think I'd pay four hundred dollars. Like if I order oh, right yeah. now as we watch live, order this bidet, Rob. Do it. Well, oh, they, they will explain the what those two buttons are, oh, how they're different. Yeah. The spotlight. Okay. Uh, now, there's no music. Bu- there's no voiceover. We're not gonna. We have to. Well, I think they'll be cleansing. What does that mean? Okay. Okay, it just cleans the water then? Oh! Oh! That's the butt cleaning, yeah. Okay, I need to know how that's I have to tell you. The, the yeah, yeah, I'm other sure button. That, let's see. Now let's it's see like what happens when you hit the... Right. So you can control the position so it hits your butthole properly. And I want to say the spray is very, like, it's light. It's not intense. You it don't feel intense. violated. You don't is feel that violated. your critique? Well, you can control the sp- the spray strength. Look right there. You control how how intense it is. If you hit the wrong button, I am. Is it going to turn out, Rob, that one of these machines gave you the hickey? Okay, oh, here, we go. The here we go. Here we go. Oh, the bidet. Oh, the, so that so okay. So there's the difference. The cleansing is one shot of of water, like one, one straight one jet. The bidet is multiple jets. I guess that's why it has a woman on it, because it's uh, I assume it, it not only cleans your bottle, it cleans your vagine as well and, and your pee hole and your lady pee hole, which so is different man, than the vagine. So I can't clean my pee hole. That seems sort of nuts. That seems misandrist. <laughs> You'd have to have a testy towel. <laughs> it's also little, sold it in feels, tandem on subset. Honestly, the way this this hose goes up and down look like I needed to sync up with like the Alien movie. <laughs> it looks like <laughs> coming out. HR, HR it's like a horse dick. But once again, I mentioned this when I initially talked about this. This is such. It's so good for the environment. I used virtually no toilet paper. I would use like one folded piece of toilet paper just to make sure and there was never any poo on it so the amount you would save on toilet paper you would save four hundred dollars on toilet paper over the course of the use of this toilet just by having but i'd have to it would take me quite a while to develop a rapport with this bidet before i'm comfortable not wiping at all yeah i don't it took me half a day (laughs) it was it was so you said you were still checking though oh yeah oh oh I mean, I, I, I did it no matter what, but 
it's still. Oh, I thought you meant like just to be comfortable to use the bidet. No, not using. I'm saying it would take me a long time using it before I didn't also wipe. Right, right. But regardless, you would be using less toilet paper than if you were just wiping. True. Or do you just use one piece? Of, yeah, you, you use multiple. No, right? I go, I go dry, wet, dry every time. So yeah, so you, you, that's. Oh uh, yeah, dry, wet, dry. I thought I said it. Back. Two sessions that you could <laughs> save on. Um, so yeah, enter promo code Rob. No, <laughs> I, I wish. <laughs> I would by Steiner. They shoot five jets of beer into your <laughs> into your hoo hoo. Rob uh, in the chat says, "Get Hello Tushy as a sponsor." <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's good. That's a good one. That's a funny joke. Alua not fresh. That's our new sponsor. <laughs> Facts. Ugh. But really, though, Rob, you should order one of those for yourself. If it makes you so happy, why not just live your best? Yeah, I, I mean, I the my bathroom is not. Uh, I don't think it would it would fit in my like my toilet is up against the wall. I don't Can't think you it would just have. attach and it to your existing toilet though. Uh, well, there's also no power outlets in my bathroom. What? So How do you use like a hair dryer and your papa do? Uh, well, I don't really use a hair dryer, but I like if I want to use so, uh, something, I'd have to. There's a outlet outside the door of my bathroom and i'd have to essentially get like an extension cord so you don't have an electric toothbrush i can't live without an electric toothbrush such a I'm, i've become addicted to it i have a I water see, pick which one i, I had a I, I have a water pick but i stopped using it it's too it feels too intrusive what what electric toothbrush do you use Darren? i have an oral b and you like is nice no gingivitis it. it's just it's just not uh it can't go back to regular toothbrushing Mm-hmm. So it has to be plugged in. It's not like wireless. No, it's charges. It stands on a base, and the base is plugged in, and then you just leave. I just leave it on the charger all the time. Like it's convenient. It just stands there, and you pick it up and brush your teeth and put it back on the charger. You're not showing off, but you kind of are. <laughs> yeah, my even move. Woof. <laughs> Check out my new toothbrush. Woof. It was like nine ninety nine or something. I don't even remember. No, it's more than that. It's like twenty or thirty bucks. Oh, but I think the heads are like not. You got to get a new a toothbrush head every six months or something. I think that's what's nine ninety nine. Okay, I guess that kind of. Oh well, the fancy Oral B electric toothbrush is two hundred dollars, but I mean, uh, it definitely wasn't two hundred. I don't. Remember. I couldn't tell you what it was. Yeah, I guess there's one for forty. That might be that- it. It's the Amazon pick. All right. Maybe I'll get it. It's so good. I, you know, I mean, I feel like I brushed my teeth regularly before with a manual toothbrush. And the same, I brushed the same amount for the same length of time. And like a literal smorgasbord of food comes out of my mouth now with this electric toothbrush. You wouldn't believe how much shit gets dislodged because of this. It's great. Yeah. All right. Revelation makes me like enjoy brushing my teeth now. I just bleed a lot. Why is that? That's my not gums. Healthy. I get bloody gums. Is it you know, if, if I if I brush too aggressively? Well, that's what's good about this is that you don't have to do lots of hand motion. You, the thing just does circular brushing, mm. and you just hold the the brush there, and it's very gentle. Also, if I could offer you some dental advice, uh, Sydney. You need to use mouthwash to to make your gums not bleed. It helps really? reduce, helps reduce gum bleeding. Yeah, mm-hmm. I How's use uh, 
Well, certain like, mouthwashes have that. They don't all have. Yeah. It's like a uh, there's a Listerine. I use uh, the purple non-alcoholic Listerine. It works very well. Yeah. How does it reduce a, the bleeding? It just uh, it massages your gums so they're not inflamed. The reason your gums are bleeding is they're inflamed. It's not because I just smack at it with the back of the toothbrush. No, no, I, they're already inflamed, and then you smacking it kind of just causes them to burst. Uh, I have a question. Do you um uh like floss? Yeah. If, if you don't floss, that can lead to your gums bleeding. Because I speak from experience. I yeah, that's never probably floss. yeah. Yeah, I, I never flossed until teeth. about yeah until about a year or two where a dentist like first of all a dentist fl- like flossed me as they were giving me a cleaning and it was like I couldn't believe how much food was stuck between my teeth and then they strongly suggested that I do it and I was blown away mm-hmm. at how much food is is stuck in there and that just turns into bacteria and all that if you leave it in there so I once went to a dental hygienist that was a Russian like a very oh no very very russiany russian but very like very nice and cool like she was very funny actually what i'm about to tell you is very funny she finished doing my teeth right and then she goes you have treasure chest in there oh no oh, god <laughs> I, like, I think she said like something like I, i'm like indiana jones or something like that <laughs> oh wow, wow. yeah <laughs> like why, what do you mean this is why i can't go to russian dentists they 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 always shame you yeah. Well, the rush, the dentist was Russian too. He had like a milder accent, but he was very professional. She was like, "Oh boy, look at all this shit I found in here." She was right. I can't say anything. Like I had so much. I took terrible care of my teeth in the past. But then she turned around after saying that and t- took a big bite of halitiets. So <laughs> who's she to talk? That's got to be worse for your teeth than anything I was doing. I would think so. That's like that's just like a fucking plate of the stuff that comes out of your teeth after a teeth cleaning. And they just fucking serve it to you. That's probably how they get it. They just go to the back of a dentist's office, and put that shit on a plate. Yes, animals. Oh, you oh you finish your dentist session. They're here to collect all the remnants and to put it into SP. Right. The Democrats take all the aborted fetuses from behind the Planned Parenthood, and then the Russian restaurants take all the dental gunk from the dentist's office for the holy dance. This is what yeah. this is how our economy works. What Sad. happens after you eat holy dance, though? That so that just stuff that was already in your teeth goes back into it. Yeah, Ugh. dental inception. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, little, little. <laughs> Don't have a chance to use that one very often. It's nice. It's nice. Right. So, uh, I guess we are winding down, but let, let, let's talk about one more story really quickly before we do. Uh, uh, a school in New York, in Queens, made a. I made some headlines for some quote unquote funny tweets recently. Mm-hmm. This comes from Yeshiva Hartora. Yeshiva Hartora describes itself as a modern Orthodox elementary school. Is that like a Torah with alcohol in it? <laughs> Mike's hard Torah. <laughs> it's my favorite uh, genre of music is New York Hartora. <laughs> 
The circle pits, man. They don't fuck around. I miss the old heart. Uh, so this school, in an effort to get to go viral, tweeted school dress code update. School uh, students cannot. Sorry. School dress code update. No, I'm not going to do that. Can you share the, the image of the tweet? Sure. Is there anything to see? Is it just text? No, it's just text. Oh. I can still add it while you read it. One sec. All right. School school dress code update. Students cannot wear clothing with the name of any musician or band unless the student can name at least three of their songs. Ugh. The eighth grader who said, I thought Nirvana was a clothing brand last week, has been suspended indefinitely. We recognize this incident has proven upsetting to some members of the Gen X community. We will be gathering and to heal together. All are welcome to bring a flannel shirt, Doc Martens, a yellow disc man with a minimum 30 seconds of skip protection and all and an all around door demeanor. Dower. Dower. What, why a yellow disc man? I guess those were all the rage in the early 90s. I don't remember that being a thing at all, but all right. And then there was a hidden in the Orthodox Jewish community. They really preferred yellow disc men for some reason. Then they had this follow up tweet. We had to send the student home for not being able to name any Rolling Stone songs. And it was their first time a parent ever thanked us for punishing their child. Wait, hold on. I have to say, hold on. Go back to that picture. It doesn't. It just has the lips logo. It doesn't yeah. even say Rolling Stone. So that could be just. She just thinks it's a pattern. She's not even like claiming to to know the Rolling Stones. Also, you know she's I mean? like five. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> her parents put that on her. For me personally, I am so tired of the like shirt gatekeeping, <laughs> like that you helped usher in. Sure. How did I help usher it in? By posting the pictures of the Kardashians or whoever in these metal shirts, knowing exactly the reaction it would get from your readers. Is it my fault how they choose to react? I I always wrote about it as if it is a wonderful thing and it's good for heavy metal, regardless of if they like it. If somebody listens to it, that's always been my position. All right. But the reaction has the reaction not always universally been anti whoever. Not universally, is. but I just think it's so t- like. No, an eight-year-old when was an eight-year-old born at this point they were born in fucking eight years ago <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you Sid. it's like nirvana was classic rock already yeah, by the but- time they were born how are they supposed to have any reference of nirvana it's, well then it's why are they like, wearing the shirt because their parents bought it for them did you buy your own clothing when you were eight no but I, no. my parents weren't getting me band shirts well, your parents weren't Gen Xers. That's They're the basic thing. fucking bitch. They were getting you some Ala Pugatrova shirts or something. <laughs> Not the, even. Philippe Kirkorov swag. Whatever was on sale at Alexander's at the King's Plaza Mall. Exactly. I so I, I, anyway, I just think it's so, as opposed to be like, oh, could you name three songs? Why don't you go up to them and be like, hey, that's actually a really cool band. Let me play you some of their songs. Because Come they're on, a people. child and that's already like predatory behavior. Don't do that. Rob. <laughs> don't encourage people to walk up to children in band shirts. You're 
like, hey, I've got that whole album in my van. Come listen to it. They just have rather than the ice cream jingle. They just have, like, come as you are. Yeah, it's, right. it's actually rape me that I'm playing. No, oh, no, oh, Robert, oh. no. It's a, it's a wonderful song. It's about uh, it's a it metaphor. Doesn't mean literal rape. Yeah, it was on succession. It's true. Sound like sound like those guys that actually like actually it's a febophilia, not pedophilia. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to hear the nuanced explanation. <laughs> All right. So is there more? Have are they shaming other kids? Do we know who at the school is responsible for this? Uh it looks like it's like an intern or something because they in the sub in the uh bio. It says our head of school isn't on Twitter. He doesn't need to know about this. Oh, boy. So there we go. So what are they even really trying to accomplish? If they don't even want the person who runs the school to know about it, then they can't be trying to get notoriety for it. They wanted to be go- they wanted to go viral because it was Friday. They needed someone to shut the school lights off. <laughs> so they figured if they attract enough people, someone will do it. They'll show up. Uh, okay, so here's some responses to that tweet. Don't um, read the anti-Semitic ones. I, I won't. <laughs> Thank you. What about read the in- anti-Semitic ones, please? <laughs> what about an in-school detention where the student must listen to the band and write an honest critique of their music? Shut up! Like, why are you making it detention? Music should be fun. And why Stop are it! making these kids now have another thing to worry about, like what to wear to school? On top of all the other shit and bullying, worrying if some jerk off's gonna come in and start shooting everybody, like just let them wear a fucking shirt. Like, stop it. Also, isn't part of being Orthodox Jewish that everybody wears exactly the same thing? How are these kids even wearing Nirvana and Rolling Stone shirts to begin with? Apparently well, not. again, this is a modern Orthodox school, so it's a uh, little it's a little more reformed. Yeah. Well, yes, see, this is what happens. It's a slippery slope. You can wear a corn shirt, but you still have to segregate men from women, and uh, they have to go in a in a in a room to have their menzies. Well, it does not. It does not <laughs> look like the, children, like the Rolling Stones, though. The children are not segregated in these videos. Interesting. They, yeah, here's here's the the demo reel of the school. Oh, do we want to hear the? Oh, sure. uh, it's just it's nothing. We don't have to hear it. But here's the school, Yeshiva Hartora. If you're thinking about sending your school to a Yeshiva, your school yeshiva to Hartora. <laughs> you think I'm sending your child to a school? Yeah. Send your school to <laughs> send your school to Yeshiva to learn how to be a real fucking school. Do they shame kids who like if a kid comes in with like a New York Mets uh, yarmulke? Do they say, okay, name three guys from the 1986 Mets, <laughs> or you can't wear that yarmulke? <laughs> I like that you you enunciate the L. Damn so. right. I like or to say Yarmaluke. Yarmaluke. If I say it any other way, it makes me laugh and I can't get through the whole word. Say what? Uh, no comment. Listen, <laughs> if you if you're wearing a Rolling Stones t-shirt, you may be distracted and not pay attention in class when they're talking about how Palestinians are not human beings. <laughs> swine. So do you really want that? That's what they should do. They should only shame you if you wear like a Pink Floyd shirt or some artist that's BDS. <laughs> right. But otherwise, it's like, oh, they, they'll play in Jerusalem. Cool, then. That's fine. You can keep <laughs> wearing that shirt. Yeah. Nobody stops the person wearing the disturbed shirt asking. To name <laughs> songs. That's that's just universally accepted. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, that just reminded me, David Draymond recently was in, in, in Israel. Oh, no. Really that's quickly. My, that's my domain. <laughs> and First it's all, pronounced look at his, Israel. Look at this guy's fucking Instagram page. So much text. Oh, uh-huh. So many selfies. Know. Is this his mom? Let's see. Oh, it's his mom. Wow. Mama Draymond. Lovely. What's oh, like she's she dead. All dance. She's dead. Uh, Don't speak ill of the dead. Okay. Well, we only know one thing about her, and that's that she <laughs> yeah. spawned David Drainman. So she, who does she remind me of? She looks like some like old Jewish actor, but I can't place who. She looks a little bit like uh, um, uh, George Costanza's <gasps> mother. Oh, I can see that. I can see it. All right. Well, here here's his photos from Israel. He had a big uh, turnout of people. I don't even know what these signs mean, but people. Oh my God! He's got a little peanut yarmulke on. Look at that! He's got. <laughs> I think it's a regular size yarmulke. That's he's just how a his head. Yeah, but they make them in different sizes, dude. You could get one that fits your gigantic, massive fucking head. Oh, I'm sure this is the one he just got at the front of the the place. You know, like like the stores. Yeah, yeah, like the stores that give out masks at the door. <laughs> but nobody else is wearing a fucking yarmulke except one. No, guy. this guy. This guy, yeah, one. You're right. Only one How guy. Many? Oh, uh, two. Here's one. Is that right, Christopher wait, Maloney on the far right? <laughs> this guy used to was on an episode of Twenty Four for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, here's Mossad. Look at how excited David Draymond is here in Israel. Oh, he's fast. Getting interviewed by some reporter. He looks like stylish Chuck Schumer. I was just about to say. Oh that. my god, I totally see it. I totally see it. We are, oh, I'm uh, sure all Jews just look the same, too. Uh, many things here in uh, Jerusalem, uh, Jerusalem, as they say. Him <laughs> uh, uh, at the Wailing Wall. All right. One, three, two, one. I'm coming to find you. <laughs> it's like I... <laughs> Red I'll light. Explain what he's doing. He's, Green he's, light. He's, he's leaning against the Wailing Wall and looks like he's playing hide-and-go-seek. Rob, next time we have a merch sale, could you just Photoshop one of our logos onto his back in that picture? That'll be the picture we post with the link. Maybe. Like I Here, went to J2 and all I got was the shirt. Just Photoshop that onto Is he getting his uh, blood pressure taken here? What's going on? Vaccine. <laughs> COVID vaccine. They're checking him for Jewish purity, I think. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I have to report slightly off topic, by the way. The pizza at the J2 is the same after the name change. So Okay. It seems they That's kept good. all operations in place and just changed the name from J2 to something shitty, which is Weird. Parisia. Parisia pizza. It's just too close to perineum for me. I can't. Like, <laughs> oh, it sounds to me like it's Parisian, like it's from Paris. Parisia? Paris- is that- it's, but it's P-E. It's P-E. Oh, oh I see. I see. I see. Never mind. All right. Well, Rob, David Draymond just getting me on and David, David and the Warsteiner getting me on it. But um, all right. As we wind down, uh, I do want to mention our Spotify playlist. Every week we pick a few songs for you to listen to. And, you know, last night, uh, last week, rather, after the show ended, I put on the playlist as I was making myself dinner and I gotta say, I back it. It's it a really, 
it slaps. It's a really fun playlist. It's very, it's got like really nice variety. You can sort of almost tell who picks what, uh, but it, it keeps, it keeps me moving. It, it, I really like it a lot. Same. So I highly recommend it. Just go to Spotify and search RIP, a live cast music break. And uh, we each picked a song this week. I picked the song stereo by Boombox. Uh, I really like this band Boombox. They came up. I don't know if like you guys use Spotify that much, but sometimes when you finish listening to an artist's album, uh, they will just play similar music to that. Uh, like uh, similar artists that you might enjoy. And that's how this came up while I was listening to uh, some more electronic stuff. And this is like a rock and electronic duo. And it's, it's very, very catchy. This song stereo. I almost feel like I heard it before, but I haven't. Wasn't that that uh, movie with uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. The radio. Oh, radio. Sorry. <laughs> Play the drop of him saying somebody suck that baby's dick. No. Oh. What? what? There's what? that's on Jesus and Marrow. They always play this clip. It's Cuba Gooding Jr. at some bar. He's like completely shit faced. Oh. And he just says into like a microphone. Somebody suck that baby's dick. And well, now we have that drop of you saying it. <laughs> yeah. On brand. <laughs> I picked the song Napoleon Solo by At The Drive-In. It is no longer my favorite at the drive-in song because I prefer their follow-up album relationship relationship of command to the album that uh, Napoleon solo is on, which is in casino out. But this was my first favorite at the drive-in song. And it's been on my mind because I'm still working my way through Dan Ozzy's new book sellout. And the chapter on at the drive-in was great. And so that song has been on my mind. I played This Flight Tonight by Nazareth, which is that band that you may know from classic rock that did Love Hurts. Mm. And they also mm-hmm. played that song, um, Now You're Messing with a Son of a Bitch, mm. that Guns N' Roses covered, and a lot of other bands also covered. This is a cover of a Joni Mitchell song. Oh, wow. I also mm. like a lot. That's a, like we always talk about covers being really cool when the band mm-hmm. takes it and makes it their own uh so that's what this is i was in the mood for some like serious classic rock they're from scotland by the way huh, which i, I never knew I that, that until like getting the song just now uh so yeah love nazareth highly recommended if you want like a b-tier uh classic rock that doesn't get played that often yeah on the radio on those all classic rock stations and stuff nazareth is awesome I bet that Yeshiva would have a whole lot of problems with a kid wearing a Nazareth shirt <laughs> <laughs> on multiple levels. No, well, it fits in with their gatekeeping because they're like, we had Nazareth first. And then this, <laughs> he came along. Everybody thinks of now Jesus about that. Na- Nazareth was a nice city. I almost want to have a kid and- just to send it to that school in different shirts to see what the reaction <laughs> is. Do it. Today's the anal cunt shirt. Let's go. <laughs> Name three anal cunt songs. <laughs> we are going home. <laughs> yeah, that's the, right. that's the the punchline. They don't send them home for wearing an anal cunt shirt. It's just that they weren't a real anal cunt fan. Yeah, they couldn't <laughs> name three anal cunts. <laughs> Profanity uh, okay with posers nuts. Hold on. Bring that man up here. Hold on. 
Somebody suck that baby's dick. 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 Now, what was he do? Like, is there some context for this? I think maybe somebody had a baby at the club and Cuba Goody Jr. was just really shit faced. And that's what he said. It's just like saying everyone here needs a blowjob tonight. Like, I guess even that baby. I guess so. Somebody suck that baby's dick. Somebody suck that baby's dick. (laughs) I just have a compulsion. You just think if there's a rabbi in the house. Yeah. Oh, we'll do. I'm right on it. Where is he? That's the mitzvah bepeh, right? Was that the name mm-hmm. of it? The, the like ritual? Bepeh. You got the bepeh part right. I'm not sure about the first part. I don't think it's mitzvah because I remember I said mitzvah once and Noah got mad and corrected me. It's Rob, could you mitzvah. text Noah? No. I can just Google it. But I, yeah, I, I feel like I just have a compulsion to know what insane, deranged and or drunken people are saying in their ramblings. Like I feel like I need to interpret it linguistically it's medziza the past yeah, i just right. looked it up when a baby is circumcised some ritual jewish circumcisers do a practice called medziza bepe. it's where the moil uses his mouth to suck blood away from the baby's circumcision wound as part of the circumcision ritual after the ritual some babies can get an infection now i want to also say in the interest of fairness and because a large based on our feedback a large portion of our audience has only learned about jews from this show uh this is not all jews think of this as like um the what is it the westboro baptist church Mm, of christianity these are like a very very small percentage of fraction of a fraction Yes. So we don't want to paint the, the picture that Jews are all going around sucking baby penis. However, but it is religion. Therefore, there is always a wing of people doing crazy shit. And that's mm. the Jews version. Well, one of them. There's quite a few. And you got celebrities in the media like Cuba Gooding Jr. fanning the flames. Yeah. Well, Sad. He, he's Jewish. so Cuba Gooding Jr. I get yeah. it. You can take the Jew out of the junior, but you can't take the junior out of the Jew. He's Jew-ish. <laughs> uh, before That's we go, I also... off of Blackish. They're doing yeah. the Jew version. <laughs> Isn't that just every other show on ABC? The, Gold- <laughs> the Goldbergs? Isn't that yeah. Jew-ish? Yeah. It's all the, 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 the executives at ABC. <laughs> Control the media. It's like uh, on the, the current season of Curb, where there's that uh, executive now that's uh, like greenlighting the new Larry David show, and he always hits Larry David with like these intense Jewish references. Mm-hmm. The way that Larry David is like, "What? What the fuck are you talking about?" He's like, <laughs> "You know, a mitzvah or whatever." You know, like I haven't watched it yet. I got to get on. There. Oh, it's been very, very. It's been. Up and down, it's been up and down. There's been some episodes that have like stand up to the, you know, mm-hmm. the all time best episodes they've ever yeah. done. And some that aren't that good, but still not a waste of time. Yeah, yeah I got a question. Um, I guess I'll discover this when I watch it. But I felt like between whatever the the two seasons ago and the last season, he aged a hell of a lot. Like, has he aged a lot more? Or he looks the same. Eh, it's about the same. Where it's not like noticeable or jarring that he's that much older. I thought I I don't think I've ever noticed. Very jarring. 
He looked frail. It was almost hard to pay attention to the jokes, even though it was like a very good season, the prior one. It is sort of weird that like they don't really write anything about how old he is. Like it's sort of not even a thing. I like that actually, but it's going to get weird eventually. Yeah. Yeah. But it, like I when he's like dating it. like attractive women that are like 30 years younger than him and we're not supposed yeah. to think anything of it. Like, uh, I, think I think something it of may, it. It makes some kind of sense because he's rich. Sure. You know what I mean? And I feel like if he was just some, his character's rich, I should say. So, like, if it was some random dude, if it was, like, Kevin James working at the post office and he was 75, (laughs) that would be a little ridiculous. But he's like Larry David in the show. He created Seinfeld and all that. He has a foot in the door to meet women. That's that's a good point. Uh, And your foot in the door to meet women is by subscribing to our Patreon. (laughs) Am I right? Am I right, folks? That's That's how that caller earlier got his wife. I don't, I don't think that's true, but uh, our Patreon, it's five bucks a month. You get you get the archives of the video versions of our weekly episodes. And you get two bonus episodes a month. And uh, this month at the top of the month, we did the live cast Hall of Fame. Uh, Darren, you mentioned it don't fucking match. We went through that whole bit. We re re revisited it. We reanalyzed it. We had a really good time learning about this guy and hitting up his Instagram and getting to know him a little better. And the other topics in the Hall of Fame episode, one of them was, uh, what was it? The uh, 9-11 Never Forget song. Yeah. Uh, Our classic tribute to the terrible tribute songs that came out after 9-11. Again, not making fun of the victims, making fun of the songs, paying tribute to the victims. And then a mix. And the dance remix. And what was the third thing? Bangs. Your, baby your boy, boy bangs. bangs. Your boy bangs. Uh, we, we've revisited some of his classic jams and uh, played his new app. app? That he's, yeah. he's a CEO of. Uh, so it's a really, really fun episode. We had two of our live cast stars sitting in. First time on a VIP episode, we had live cast stars sitting in and commenting on some of these. So it came out very, very fun. By the way, playing his app is a little bit of a stretching of the English language. It's very difficult to play. I guess I, yeah. I should. It's more accurate to say we launched his app. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> it was launched, very hard should to have launched it into the sun. <laughs> <laughs> and tomorrow, Wednesday, the 15th, yeah. uh, we're posting another brand new epi. So maybe by the time you hear this, it's probably going to be up. Uh, the new episode is we do a watch along of the movie Hellaware, uh, which is a, a, a play on the word Delaware with hell in it. And now you might be thinking, oh, I haven't heard of this movie, but you've definitely heard a song from the movie because we've played it on the show. And I'm sure Darren is queuing up right now. And uh, we play the whole movie. It's actually not that long of a movie. It's about 70 minutes long. And we had a lot of opinions about it. And as usual with some of these movies that we watch, I feel like as we're watching it, we can write a better movie than the movie that ends up happening. And uh, there is, though, one moment where all of us lose our shit, like completely sincerely. And we're like totally on board. Uh, Almost made the whole thing worth it. Well, it it was worth watching it to watch it with you, too, because it's always fun watching and roasting. Uh, movies with you regardless the quality of the movie it's i i I kind of find that it's better when the movie is worse 
if yeah. we're doing a watch along because there's more to laugh at if the movie is good we're just watching it and, and being enamored by yeah. the cinematography and all that but yeah. when it's bad it's like we can just call out all the mistakes and it's so much more fun that way you want to hear the yeah. whole song or the drop of it? No, just the drop. Just the drop. I'll cut your dick off. You can cut your dick off. I'll cut your dick off. You can cut your dick off. So that's the band. Uh, and uh, there's this like guy, art artist that wants to find them and put them, make them the subject of an of a art gallery series. And he goes and finds them and hangs out with them. And chaos ensues. Yeah. So that's the Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash mental injection live cat, or is it RIP live cast? It's RIP. Like, come on. <laughs> Sorry. I had a brain fart. <laughs> patreon.com slash RIP live cast. Don't go to mental injection live cast. That link doesn't work anymore. So patreon.com slash RIP live cast. Uh, and also, uh, another nice little bonus of, of uh, the Patreon is Sid does a weekly tv recommendation column we never we never quite mentioned that and uh i want to mention too if you know if you want to support the show you don't necessarily have five bucks to spend a month we get it uh you can always support us by leaving a review on your podcast app of choice it really helps us you could also support us by joining our discord there's an invite link in the episode description for this episode and uh, you can join our discord it's a chat you could chat with me sid darren we're always in there other live cast stars. It's really fun. There's different chat rooms. We don't just talk about the show. We have a chat about wrestling, a chat about sports, a chat about movies, a chat about video games, a chat about technology. It's fun. Rob, they're called channels, not channels. I'm sorry. Thank you. Boomer. Fair, fair. Uh, and uh, also, you I want to mention uh, to bring it back to the Patreon. If uh, you, you want to support us, a little extra you can become a top live cast fan and the top live cast fan that's the ten dollar a month here you get everything in the five dollar tier the bonus episodes the sit column all that stuff plus you get a shout out at the end of the show which is right now and uh, uh how are we doing these shout outs i don't know do it, do it like as if you're sitting on a bidet and it's just like intermittently squirting you. All right. I want to give a shout out to oh, Eric oh. Benjamin. <laughs> Will Tutorino. Dan R. Dan R. <laughs> Sam, I am. Mindy Mayer's Kip. Ah! <laughs> Jander. Rabba Ganoush, aka Justin. Shasur Shasusit. <laughs> Rabba Vampira. Hugo likes tacos. Lando Danks. You better get your ass in this water. Look, look right. Corey and Scotty H. Shout out to two of our youngest listeners, Corey and Scotty H. Uh, Doug Pigman. Mm. Who gave up Pinky? <laughs> Scooby Doo, what are you two? <laughs> Douglas, who are you? Levison. And who? Uh, it's Josh. 
That's our show, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting the show. We love you. We kiss you. We will see you next Tuesday. There's only uh, two Tuesdays left in the year. Rob, I got to interrupt you for a second. I promised Meals. to tell a joke. Oh, yeah. Meals. And I never told it yet. Then we can end the show. Yes, please. So this guy's on a plane, right? And he really needs he really needs to use the bathroom. I can't hold it. Both of the bathrooms are occupied. So he goes to the flight attendant. And she's and he says, I really need to use bathroom. I'm going to shit in my pants at the, my seat. She says, all right, you can use the attendance ladies room. I'm not supposed to do this, but I'm going to tell you something. Don't press any of the buttons. Okay. Cause they're just for women. Okay, fine. He goes in there. He does his doing his business and he looks next to the toilet paper roll. There's four buttons. W W W A P P and A T R. So he's like, ah, what could, what could this possibly do, right? He pushes the WW button, a little bit of warm water sprays over his, his booty hole. He says, wow, these girls got it, you know, pretty good, right? So now he's feeling a little more emboldened, right? He presses the WA button, and this, like, very nice warm air blows across his tushy and dries it. He says, whoa, no wonder these women are in the bathroom for so long when you take them out to dinner. Right, so he pushes the <laughs> PP button, and a little powder puff swings by, and uh, dusts his tushy uh, with some talcum powder. He says, "Man, this is great." He reaches out, he touches the ATR button. Next thing he knows, he wakes up in the hospital, and there's a doctor standing over him. He's like, uh, "He and uh, he says, what happened?" He's like, "Oh yeah, you pushed the uh, automatic tampon removal. Your penis is on the pillow next to you." Oh, no. Don't you hate when that happens, folks? Yes. That's why you shouldn't get a bidet. Careful, Rob. Oh, by the way, RIP stands for really irrigated poops. Thank you. Now that that's settled, we'll see you next week. Bye.